Pulp MX Network Production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Motocross and Supercross Show presented by Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. Thank you for playing Pulp MX Fantasy. Lots of fun and lots to talk about when it comes to uh, Red Bud and uh, how he did and what's going, what went on and who did what. And then going into Millville this weekend, man, it's round eight already of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. So things are winding down. We are getting ready to give away our year-end prizes and two Kawasaki's. Thanks to Kawasaki for coming on board, as always. And thanks to 100%, uh, the code PULP18 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. 100%, the global leader in MX goggles now offers a full range of superior sunglasses. The pinnacle of premium, designed in California, frames handcrafted in Italy, lenses made in France. 100% is committed to enabling athletes to see and think differently. Breaking away from convention requires imagination, innovation, and clarity. 100% eyewear provides all of that. And uh, there's a guy really killing it in Tour de France, uh, Peter Sagan, who uh, wears 100%. So please check them out. Also, to Pro Taper, we thank those guys at Pro Taper. Quality drive and control components uh, from the racers out there on Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, and JGR to the average weekend warrior. ProTaper.com has got you covered. Whatever you need, uh, please check them out. And uh, get the exact same products that the Supercross champion Jason Anderson, Zach Osborne, and many other riders use. And thanks to Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Go there. Go to your dealer. Demand to see the Fly Racing stuff. And 2019 gear should be out soon. And whether it's uh, Benny Bloss killing it, Weston Pike, Blake Baggett, Osborne, any of these guys, privateer heroes like Ben LeMay, uh, Fly Racing has got you covered. We thank those companies for coming on this podcast and supporting the uh, whole Fantasy League as well. Uh, with me on the line to discuss Red Bud and look ahead to Millville and how we're going to do. First up, from Pro Taper, it's Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? What's up, Steve? How's it going? I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, getting ready to do a podcast. I haven't done one for a while, so I fired up the podcast yeah. equipment. And I think that's that's lucky, I think, for a lot of these riders because I was heated on Saturday, especially at a couple people. But it has been a, a lot of days since then, and I'm in a great mood, and I forgot about it all, and um, they're lucky. Good to so, hear. I won't uh, say anything mean. Also from Get and Athena, Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? Well, I got some goggles from 100%, some Pro Taper bars, some fly gear, but I will not be winning that Kawasaki. So, no, uh, no, you yeah. will. <laughs> I will uh, not be winning that Kawasaki. Well, I, I had a good week. I was happy with it. Um, yeah, and uh, for anyone listening, you lost your or you won your bet, and I paid you before the day was even over. Yes, cough, you know? cough, JT. Yes, yeah. cough, cough, J- JT. JT still owes me uh, money from Hurling's uh, bet last year. Um, you know, JT doesn't pay, but I yes, do. you uh, on on. We had a bet, Lorenzo Lercurcio and Jake Nichols. And they were going at it in the first moto. Lucrecio got a killer start. And uh, and then, um, Dan, I actually, you had told Lorenzo about the bet. Not that it was me, I don't think, but just that you bet somebody. Do you feel like you were responsible for Lorenzo perhaps pushing the limits, trying to beat Nichols and get you your, your bet? win yes 100 percent. okay because <laughs> only because I, I did tell lorenzo about the bet and he was like oh i got you and then after the race he didn't line up for moto two and i texted him just to say hey are you okay you know 
nothing about the bet. And he goes, yeah. first response was, I'm sorry I lost you $50. And then the next text was, yes, I'm okay. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I do feel um, he, he said he's seen yeah. – he said he's seen Nichols. He was having a bike issue, and he said he's seen Nichols pass him, and he went for it, and um, he was having a fork issue, and his bike just pretty much gave away on him. And, uh, yeah, so I, I do feel responsible a little bit. But. <laughs> you should, absolutely. <laughs> Lorenzo Lucrucio's blood is on your hands, Dan. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, well, uh, you got to – hey, I said Nichols was my guy. He was going to – you know, he, he was the 100% lead pipe block of the week, and I didn't pick him. Because because there were, I thought, a lot what? better guys. I really did. Um, he was a great pick, and I knew I thought he would be a good pick, and we'll get into what I did, but um, I had to leave him off, and it really pained me. But I was still a believer. I just I just thought there'd be, like, some. we saw some qualifying You're times at Redbud that were, we saw some qualifying times at Redbud that were unbelievable. So uh, we'll get into that. Um, all right, I scored uh, 446. Uh, JT, who was not on the call, he scored 427. Dan? 390. Just crushed it. Uh, first lap leaders, Dan? Oh, yeah. I got that right with McElrath. And um, uh, 450, I got it wrong. Of wow, course. you I went McElrath. Like, there's a... There's a lot of guys that could lead that 250 class more so than 450s, I feel. And you, you yeah, there's job. actually four. There's 40 in each class, Steve. So uh, yeah, the same odds. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. So, that's not what All I right. meant. Um, <laughs> and uh, Paul, what'd you get? I scored 406, so it wasn't great. I'm uh, 219th overall. But, I am. Uh, uh, I am yeah. 184 overall. Dan, what? You're in front of me overall? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, my God. I'm 377. I'm not good, Steve, but I'm still willing to wager a bet with you with uh, four or five. How many rounds left? Five? There's there's five rounds left. Can I catch you? I'm 377. 50 bucks. Uh, You can't catch me. No, you cannot. Will you bet $50 on it? So it's a bet? Yes, it's a bet. Yes. All right. All right. It's a bet. Uh, Yeah, Paul, maybe it's time to acknowledge that when I actually put my head down and try – I'm better at fantasy than all of you guys. Maybe it's time. No, nope. no. I won't acknowledge that. I refuse to. <laughs> I, I had a great team. I did. I picked a you, great that's team. Like, apparently, that's fake science, Steve. The earth is flat, too. <laughs> fake science. Yes. Uh, all right. Let's get into, into Red Bud. Uh, again, I wish everybody would have listened to me for nickels. You would have done really well. I, I should have listened to myself. All right, let's get into the 250 class from Redbud, and we'll look ahead to Millville. I don't think we have anybody new showing up, but, Paul, you would know. We'll get to that. Uh, we'll do 100% lead pipe block of the week. And, of course, thanks to Fly and Pro Taper and Kawasaki. Now, Ryan Sipes, we had a little bit of controversy for Sipes. Um, we saw him at Muddy Creek on a 125, and we gave him a 18-16 uh, handicap, or was it the same? 14. He was a 14. Okay, so oh, at, Muddy, at Muddy Creek, he was, he was a 16. A 16 at Muddy Creek. So we changed it. We didn't exactly know he was racing Red Bud until late, and then we found out he was on Osborne's bike, which we knew, but we didn't know which one he was doing. So we the 14 handicap on Zach Osborne's bike, everybody, was way too high. We knew that, but we, we went into the database, and people had already picked him at a 14, um, knowing that he was racing, and we did not want to move the handicap on those people. And I think that was the right decision, Paul. That's that's how, you know, I mean, he was too high, but we couldn't. If you if you thought that you knew he was racing on, on, on Osborne's bike and you picked him, then you, you, you deserve that handicap. You deserve that pick. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, we have to make it fair for everybody. We have to look big picture. And, and yeah, we just didn't hear the news soon enough. And then by the time we went to go change it, people had already picked him. We I think it was Wednesday? Wednesday we tried to look, I think yeah. we heard, right? And we also got to remember, yeah, yeah. We, we we put into account also that everybody could could pick Ryan Sipes because yes. he didn't race the previous race. Right, excellent point, so, Dan, right, yeah. So, so it wasn't like it was unfair to people who had him the previous week. So yeah. we, we said earlier in the year we wouldn't change handicaps once people had picked them. Obviously, you know, if, if we made a huge mistake like uh, one time I think someone was a 33 instead of a 3, just a typing error, we would fix that. But in this scenario – People had already picked him out of 14. We knew he was a great pick, yep. but everyone could pick him. You know, they kind of it was what it. You know, yeah, it is no, no, it is, I, so. I agree. So everyone was wondering. We got I got a few tweets or texts about him being too high, and uh, he was, but we left him because uh, everybody could pick him. So I picked him uh, at, a, at a handicap 14, 39 uh, percent pick trend. So a lot of you people picked him too, and everybody was kind of on that. And good job. He got 94 points, so he almost maxed out. Um, so good job on that. Next up was Root. I like Groot. I'm a fan of Groot. I did not pick him, though. 82. Kevin Morans, 76. Carson Brown, 68. Um, uh, Jordan Bailey, 66. Dakota Alex, 66. Ramir Alves, 66. Those are all good picks. Not very many people pick trend people. Uh, not very high pick trend for any of those people. Uh, 19% for Jordan Bailey and then like an outside of Ryan Sipes. That was the big one. But I went with uh, Justin Cooper as my all-star. Nice job, 50 points. He did it. He was a handicap seven, and uh, I he had a crappy Southwick, but I figured he would rebound. My next two picks, not so well. Joey Savacci, everybody. He was a 39% pick trend, and he was third with four laps to go in Moto One when he second, I think. I think third, anyways. Um, and he, he ate crap and couldn't start his bike, and he kicked and he kicked and he kicked, and I think he got 19. No, I- he didn't kick very much. He well, couldn't start his bike because he kicked and then rested and then kicked. Um, and so, uh, second moto, he got fifth, but that was how uh, Joey Savacci went from uh, um, a pretty much perfect 50 points to uh, to nothing. And he got 41 on the day. So, I got Joey Savacci. I think a lot of other people did, too, 39%. And our Twitter, our Twitter replies were just great. Um, and my other guy was Sexton. One of you two, again, last week was very high on Chase Sexton. Kind of a home track for him. He's from Illinois, but you know he's ridden there a bunch. And 33% pick trend for him. And uh, Chase Sexton came from dead last to 11th in Moto1, uh, but wasn't enough to get double points. And then he um, he uh, did, did okay in the second Moto. So I had the four highest pick trend guys. Sipes, Savachi, Sexton, and Cooper. I went with the popular vote on those guys. Um, and, uh, yeah, so kind of burnt me a little bit. But, I, I mean, it like, sounds like a lot of you people had the same score I did. So maybe that's why I actually I finished 120th or something overall. So, you know, I think that's because a lot of you people had what I did in 250s. Uh, 450s, this is where we saw some wacko qualifying times out there. And there was uh, – a lot of guys that um, were looking great. So I took Nichols off my team and put Tomita on. And that was a 2% wow. pick trend, and he got 100 points. I don't know why. Just felt like Tomita 14 was high because he had done crappy at Southwick. And generally speaking, Tomita, I went back a few rounds um, and looked at past results, and he had been pretty good. And I don't know if he'd been a 14 handicap for a while. So I went with I went with Tomita over Nichols, and he got me 100 points, 2% pick trend. Zach Williams was next. Was it my? Oh, go ahead. 
Was it my te- was it my text at all? I texted the group text and I said I like seven seven eighteen. No, I already picked him by then. Him. I believe. Yeah, but I already I did picked not him. pick him. Yeah. You, oh, you oh you didn't end up picking him. Um, so next no. up next up was Zach Williams. Zero uh, percent pick trend. 70. He went to the LC. He went to the LCQ. I think that's a big reason why. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you know, Jake Nichols so. was third. Took him off my team. 31% pick trend, but it sounds like a lot of you people listened. Uh, ben LeMay, 72. Jeremy Han, 72. Justin Hill, 70. Kyle Cunningham, 70. I didn't have any of those people. Uh, what I did have was Brandon Shear at a nine. He qualified, what, ninth best? Tenth? What was he? he was, yeah, he was tenth. He was tenth. Uh, so I said, oh, yeah, Brandon Shear, that's, that's the guy. And uh, he had done pretty well all year in fantasy. Let me see here. Yeah, he was 11th, actually, uh, fastest. And so I went with Brandon Shear. 56 points, not great. Not terrible, but not great. And I also went with Carlin Gardner, who I know a little bit through talking to him at the races and on podcasts. He was an 18. He qualified uh, 7th. Okay, he backed up his second. And I'll tell you the next guy I'll talk about here is why I didn't go with him. Um, He backed up his two times in, in his two practices, so I thought that was pretty solid. And he crashed in the first moto, worked hard, but didn't get all the way he needed, and uh, 39 points for Colin Gardner. My next guy was Benny Bloss, who killed it in the first moto, on his way um, to uh, doing something, and uh, couldn't uh, couldn't finish in the second moto, crashed. Now, I want to say, let, let me take a look here. Uh, to pick, like I told you guys, lots of weirdo your picks. Team, your team was terrible, by the way. I know you got more points than me, but yeah, that got, was only, be, well, only because points. of Tomito. Like, literally... Okay. All of your other riders were terrible. Okay, well, whatever, Dan. I still beat you. So um, <laughs> I'm just saying. Your team, well, no, your team Brandon. Sucked. 56 points for Brandon Shear is not bad. I, I had him though. Yeah. Like I'm saying, out of my team versus your team, my right. team was better. They okay, just, so they sucked. Jeremy Hand was an 18 percent pick trend, 72 72 points. Good job on that. Uh, Jeremy Smith, 13 percent pick trend, three points only for Jeremy Smith. He qualified. Uh, uh, Jeremy Smith. I had a Roxon. No uh, big deal. 17th for Jeremy Smith. Uh, Jeremy Han was sixth fastest. I didn't like uh, his his other second practice, so I stayed away from him. Uh, Jeremy Smith has burnt uh, me before. Matthew Hubert, I know nothing about. Qualified ninth fastest and didn't get uh, got 13 points, so I stayed away from him. Um, so there was guys that were so tempting, like a few people. Uh, Paul, I'm sure you saw this. You monitor the Twitter account. Like a couple guys just sent it with Smith, Hand, and uh, and and Gard- Hubert and Gardner, Gardner, Gardner. and yeah. then an All Star. Like it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah, uh, Tomita did save me for sure. I wish I would have dropped Gardner and left Nichols on there. I would have absolutely killed it. Um, and I, I knew Nichols would do well, but I just that eighteen man with Carlin Gardner. I'm like, ah, oh, looks so good. So anyways, all right, Dan, who'd you have? Uh, very similar to you in the 250 class. Uh, I picked McElrath to lead a lap uh, just because he's been confident. Me and Paul have talked about it in practice when you can kind of tell if McElrath's on or not, and, and he looked good. Um, so, yeah, he led, the, he led the first moto, I believe, and got that. So that was good. And then I went with the same three as you. I had Ryan Sipes. Uh, I, I believe that he would have been the number one overall pick all weekend um, just because of the yeah. bike and the team he was on. But like, we already kind of discussed that. And uh, then my next are you are you are you surprised it was only thirty nine pick trend? Yeah, I mean not really though because even some people messaged me afterwards and they didn't realize that he was on a good bike. Mm. I 
I mean, which okay. it was out there. I mean, they talked about it during the practice uh, show and everything else. So I just think a lot of people don't uh, that play maybe don't follow social media as close, which that, you know, if you're trying to be competitive, you have to because, yep. uh, for instance, one of our guys in our industry, industry idiots that's doing good didn't pick him. And then afterwards he's like, why don't you guys tell me he was on the factory bike? And I was like, yeah. I mean, I just, I just thought it was common knowledge. You know, I mean, I apologize. We all apologized, but I mean, we thought it was common knowledge. Yeah, so. I, I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, and then my next two, I, I was confident in Savachi and Sexton. Um, Joey, obviously we seen that he was running top five and crashed. And then the second moto, he got top five. So I felt that was unfortunate, but I still felt that it was the right pick. You know, I felt like, Anybody that has a ceiling that they can win the race and get 50 points, which I felt like Joey could be on the box, mm-hmm. I felt like that was good at a one. Um, Sexton being his home track and then um, you know still being double points, he had just fallen outside the top eight. I felt like that was a good you know a good chance to pick him, and he unfortunately was about tenth in the first moto and he crashed on the first lap and was way back. Yeah, um, speed was not a problem. He was running the same times as the leader, so. I feel like, you know, that was in the 250 class, I don't think you could gamble a whole lot, in my opinion. If you look at some of these guys, they have really low pick trends who, who got a lot of points, and I think that's just, you know, pure luck. You know, guys that picked uh, Kevin Moran's, like, you know, I don't I don't know how you pick him when there's the Savachi and Sexton picks, you know what I is mean? There a, Dan, is there a rider <laughs> other than Jory Savachi that has gotten our Pulp MX Fantasy users more upset this year? It's tough. I, I mean, for for us, like, we see so much more in Joey, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and, like, Colorado had just turned around. It wasn't his fault, the first moto, and then I think that caused the second moto issue. And Like, I don't I even mean, think Jerry has caused as much issue. Because we keep going back to Joey because we know his potential, and he qualifies first or second, so we know he's in shape. We know he's on a great team. Um, just the, I don't know. The mistake from, from Joey at Red Bud was – it was a mistake and it was, you know, it wasn't that hot, but it took them uh, over a minute to get going and you just can't do that. So for me, I was never picking Austin Root. I do believe in Root. Um, I know he's training in Florida with Kenny and AC and those guys, but going back to the last two races, he had DNF'd all four motos. Well, he crashed his Southwick, hit his head. Then he has, he has a broken thumb or a torn thumb ligament too. Exactly. Yeah. So how do you pick them? You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you know that kind of stuff, yeah. I'm like, I follow him on social media. I got a broken ankle, but I'm going to try and ride Southwick. I got mm-hmm. knocked out, and then on Friday at Red Buddy gets cleared by the doctors to race. I just can't gamble with that. You know what I mean? No, for me, no. it's too I, easy for him to pull off. I bought him butt you know? patches even. That's how much of a believer I am. <laughs> I actually spent money on butt patches for Austin. Yeah, and I, and I supported him too, you know, through his amateur career and stuff, and I – it's not that. It's just I think there's better picks, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I had those four guys, Sipes, Savachi, Sexton, and my all-star was McElrath, which he had that crash in the start of the second moto, um, left nine points on the table. But overall, I felt like I was okay with my 250 team. Like, they did good, and uh, not many people scored a lot more points than that, and I got the lap leader right. So I felt good about that. 450s, on the other hand, not so much. I had um, a text from Lars, who works with Honda, and he said, pick Tomito. And, um, it's Tomito, not Tomito. It's not a tomato. Whatever, it's tomato. I don't care. I was like, no, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, sure enough, I had a text from Lars. When, did he, when did he say that? When did he say uh, that, though, Dan? Because Lars didn't have service, and he sent me his team, and I put it into the system for him. And I said, really, you don't want – 
um, or I said, really, you want this guy? I don't remember who it was. And he then he said, ah, screw it, put in Tamita. Uh, it probably would have been right around. I was it actually- would have been. Yeah, it probably would have been first moto time. I know service was hard, and and I had him checking on Gardner. But so he goes to check on Gardner, and the guy's on a 16 bike. And uh, Lars is like, "Hey, this guy's on a really old motorcycle, and uh, if something breaks, we don't even have parts to help him out." And I'm like, "Oh, great!" I was like, "So I'm out on that, you know." So this is when inside knowledge hurts you. I think I'm like, "I'm out on that." So anyway, I went with Nichols. Um, you knew way more about him than I did, uh, but I felt like he had a, a pretty high ceiling, and uh, he was my best pick at 74. I had Barsh as a lead lap, and his starts were not good either moto. Um, second moto, I think he was top five. But, yeah, that, so I lost 15 there. Uh, I had Brandon Shear, same as you. Um, we Paul was on the Shear bandwagon. He, he supports him with Pro Taper, and, and I thought that uh, we had some inside knowledge, but he just crashed and had to come from the back. And then uh, my all-star was Blake Baggett. Uh, 44 points was better than I thought he was going to get after the first moto and then coming into the mechanics area. I got a little help with Eli going out. But uh, I thought Baggett was a good pick there. You know, it's a a fast track, and and he goes for it. But uh, Hold on. You you bet on Lorenzo to beat Nichols, and you picked Nichols and didn't pick Lorenzo. I couldn't pick Lorenzo. I had him at Southwick. Oh, okay. All right. I, I would have picked Lorenzo. I mean, obviously Lorenzo had a bad week, but yeah. I mean, you, the goal of this game is to get the most points each weekend, right? Yeah. So I, I went with Jeremy Smith, and we all did a lot of searching. You on went Jeremy with Jeremy Smith. Smith. Yes, I went with Jeremy Smith, and Paul, I believe Paul, Paul. I believe Paul did too. Paul. I don't want. I don't want to talk about it, Steve. I don't want to talk about. It. I don't want to hear his name. I don't want to talk about it. You guys know better, don't, don't you? Don't you know better? He killed it for me last year. Last year he crushed it at Redbud. He got me 100, 100 points. points. He finished both motors at Southwick. He looks like he's in shape. Uh, he qualified well. He did better in the second practice than the first practice, I think. Like, all yep. signs point to pick him. Second times were good. Everything was good about it. First moto, he gets a good start. He's running about 13th. No problem. He falls over. He stays out there the entire moto just running 240s. I'm like, okay, you know, you're four laps down, like, just go to the camper. Like, it's time to take her to the camper. And, nope, just cruises around. Second moto, he's running top 15 again, and I believe his shoulder popped out. So, um, unfortunate for him, but uh, good news is, is you guys won't have to pick him this weekend at Millville. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that was my team. My team was better than yours. They just scored less points. Oh, okay, thanks. All right, Dan. Yeah. Um, Paul? See, now I'm, I'm mad again. I was in a great mood. <laughs> And then I heard that I heard someone speak about a certain rider who was on my team, and now I'm mad. Um, so let's talk about 250s. I'll try to cool off again. I did have Sipes. He scored 94. That was great. I went Justin Cooper as my all-star. I got 50 with an all-star. That's a plus for me these days. I doesn't. I don't seem to be able to do that very easily. Um, and yeah, of course I took Savachi. 39% of the game took him. Like we've talked about it, you have to. He was gonna get so many points, but man, he keeps crashing. And and honestly, there's not much left else to say or to analyze it except stop crashing, right? Like it just sucks. Um, I mean, he's he's probably gonna be my lead pipe lock of the week going into Millville. I can't pick him, but the guy won Millville last year. How can you not pick a guy that can win the race when he's eligible for double points? So, um, yeah, that's just uh, it's just been rough for him. 
And then uh, my last pick in the 250 class was uh, his pro circuit teammate, Garrett Marchbanks, who um, put 44 up on the board in the first moto. And I felt very smart. And uh, But uh, second moto didn't go so well. And I think he broke his foot or something. I think he's hurt again. So, yeah, unfortunately, seems like you know, it, yeah. that's all. Yeah, you know, that sucks with rookies getting hurt like that. But man, he was uh he was good. And I think he would have been he would have been a good pick. It's just um you know, all, all all these other guys that have low pick trends that scored a lot of points, that was um I mean, the to the people that picked picked them, great job because that's uh that's tough. They qualified deep, they haven't put up good results in the past. Maybe they have inside knowledge that we don't know about, or maybe they just you know, it just worked out for them. But I none of these guys were on my radar, so I wasn't really upset about my my 250 team's performance, but um, 450 wise, I yeah, I was just a bit frustrated. So I took Nichols. I he was on my team pretty much the entire time. From you talking him up, from him coming from Europe and Redbud, from what I've heard, I was hearing all morning the track was really deep. It's really rough. It's going to be hard. Even though it wasn't hot outside, the track was difficult. And Nichols is a Euro, and I'm sorry, the Euros are tough. They're very very tough. And and he didn't come all the way across the pond to pull off, so I thought he was a great pick, and he, he scored a bunch. Um, where I'm bummed out is, is Tomita. I, had, I, I texted friends about him, but for, you know he, he's been having really bad races. I texted Lars about him. Um, Lars told me he just cruised the second, second practice, but he feels fine. Um, and he was... You know, he qualified decent, but he had a really good handicap for his qualifying spot. But I, yeah, I guess did. I thought there was better picks out there, and I just, I just passed up on him. So, um, but I did take Share, like Dan said. I, I support Share, and I think he would have been good. And uh, he, he would have been good. Honestly, he was in, in the, I think the first moto. Share uh, was like 13th on lap one, and he crashed somewhere and ended up getting 15th that moto. And the second moto, he was outside the top deep in the top 20 i think somewhere maybe like 25th or something yeah i, I watched him because i had him 15th. too he rode hard man he rode hard you know just and that's why that's why i love him like i mean he's he's an old school guy he's not one of these newer kids that you know spend all their money and go there and if things aren't going right the first five laps they take it back to the camper and try again like he he's out there he paid his money he's going to ride all the laps and that's that's what i that's why i like to support him as pro taper wise. And that's why I pick him in fantasy because, um, that says a lot about a person's character and I appreciate that. So, uh, um, my all-star was Blake Baggett, which I thought was a great pick. Blake had plenty of speed. We all saw what happened the first moto and that really made it difficult. Um, he was six points shy of maxing out. So that's fine. You know, just, uh, Blake, I think has a lot more potential right now than, than what we're all seeing results wise. So I'm hoping he can get a little bit better. And then, yeah, my uh, fourth guy was, um, Jeremy Smith, <laughs> and the less said, the better. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say anything else. Uh, yeah. If Baggett doesn't cartwheel, does he win that moto? He might. No. 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 Okay. All right. I know they worked. They changed some things. They went testing. He was much a happier guy. So I was looking forward to seeing that. I was. I was stoked for him. Um, and Brandon Chair was. He was 28 percent pick trend. I mean, he was the third top pick guy. So I mean, like we weren't off on that. He just had a. You know. He had a really bad Southwick because his bike blew up. But um, so th- that, that, that's when you want to pick a guy after a really bad weekend. Um, I think in it's my interesting. Opinion, it was a good it, pick. I think it's interesting that, like Jeremy Smith and uh, was a thirteen, and Jeremy Hand was eighteen, and but Gardner was thirty-one. Like so, 
Gardner, a lot of people were on the Gardner thing, you know. Well, Gardner was good in Supercross. Uh, yeah. You know, he made some yeah. main events. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but just nobody, I mean, honestly, he hadn't raced an outdoor, I think, since 2016, um, which was at Redbud. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, just nobody really knew his, I mean, he might have been on the same bike. You know, no one knew a lot of, no one knew a lot yeah. of information on him. So. Oh. Well, and Alex, Gardner was Gardner was the fastest of Gardner was the fastest of the group, and I think that's what you know. People yeah. obviously are looking at practice times. Is you know he was a two hundred five in the first practice, um, which was kind of what everyone kind of was, and he was in the different practice. But he still did a uh, he still did a two ten in the second practice, which was the best of anyone that practice again. So I think mm-hmm. people were like, oh, he has speed, he's going to be good, and. Right. Um, it just didn't work out, you know. I, I actually, I actually looked at Jeremy Hand because I picked him at High Point um, when a lot of guys I think that day picked Jeremy Smith that day as well. And and what I've noticed about Jeremy Hand is he doesn't pull off either. Like he um, he might lack a little bit of speed, but um, you know he's gotten some better starts. I think at Muddy Creek he was up front really early, so he's getting experience, and that guy doesn't quit. So um, he's a he's a good person to look at in fantasy. If you look, a few things some people wanted us to talk about was riders that had high pick trends that underperformed. Um, if you look at uh, Sean Cantrell, he was a 17% pick trend, and he scored zero points. He crashed out. So, I mean, guys like that are tough because at a six, I looked at Cantrell. I thought that was a yeah. good good handicap. And then if you remember, I talked about Jimmy Dakotas last week on the show, and I really thought he was going to be a good pick at an eight, and he only scored seven points um, at a handicap. And, uh, and Lorenzo was a high. Lorenzo was 27%. Yeah, Lorenzo was high. I mean, Lorenzo would have paid off. I know Mark had him, and a lot of people did have him. And uh, I mean, his bike broke, so I mean that happens. But uh, yeah, I mean, you look at some of these guys with higher pick trends, like the Cantrells, and and uh, Dakotas wasn't very high pick trend. But um, you got to think that coming off a really bad weekend, guys like Dakotas or Cantrell could be a good pick this weekend. Right. Uh, all right. Let's get into it. Uh, Red uh, Red Bud's Red Bud's gone. Millville this weekend. Um, thanks to 100% Pro Taper Kawasaki as well. Fly Racing. Uh, anybody new, Paul, that's coming in that we should keep an eye on? I couldn't um, think of anybody off the top of my head, but. Not that I can think of. Uh, Nobody's back from injury uh, you know, or nothing. Right? Yeah. I, I want to I wanna say maybe is Enzo Lopes returning. He is. He um, is. Yep. There's, so that's there's that's one. There's a lot of guys I have questions about, so let's talk about it, I guess, uh, either class. But it's these guys that had really bad red buds. Um, and I have questions about Master Pool. Look, I don't have questions about Lacurcio. Dan's been talking about it, but Master Pool and uh, Nick Gaines. They were awful at Redbud, so I'm wondering if there's any info that you guys know about those two. Uh, no. Ma- Master Pool had a crash um, in off the leap when he landed off the leap in practice. Yeah, so I believe he was injured yeah, from but- that. Oh, okay. Well, maybe okay. That was it says moto. he got 40th in the first moto and then didn't start oh, the second one. And maybe his first moto then, yeah. 39-39. Yeah. Yeah, I, the practice was – I think the practice – it was a practice crash, but I think he tried to line up, and I think he, he was just too sore. I don't know that anything is broken um, or he probably wouldn't have lined up. But um, if he rides practice this weekend, then I think he's fine. Um, obviously, look at times. But, yeah, he did have a crash on the leap. It was a pretty big one. Um, so that's, that's what I know about him. Nick Gaines I don't know anything on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he had a crash or not. Um, I seen that he was – he had crashed early and then came back and then crashed again, so I'm not sure. Uh, all right, let's get into it. So, Dylan Ferrandez is still not an all-star. Where is he in the points? He's got to be soon, I think. I think he's ninth. Yeah. Ninth or tenth. It's, gonna be... he's, he's a, it's a pretty big gap. He's going to be double points for at least two more weeks, I think. Uh, yeah, so I 
He's a minus four. I mean, Dan, can you go with that? Is he still viable? You can go with it. Um, last weekend I said no, but it still would have been good points. You know, he wins yeah. the moto and, and gets a lot of points. So uh, can you go with it depending on your position? Yes. For me, I'm 377th overall. I need to catch you. I'm not going to go with him. I'm going to go with guys with bigger handicaps uh, that have a higher ceiling. Okay. What about Lopes? Is Lopes uh, anybody, like we said, he's coming back this weekend. That's for sure. He's already said that in his Instagram. He And he is a nine. Oh, hold on a second. Well, I just saw him. Um, Lopes is a nine coming back from injury. Is he, is he a pick, Dan? I think he can pick Lopes. Um, you know, the race he got hurt at, uh, Muddy Creek, or um, Mount Morris, I picked him that weekend. He was running inside the top five. He made some mistakes and then had a crash down the hill. Uh, he was getting better. I know he has been riding for a couple weeks. He was going to race Red Bud, but they said, let's just give it one, you know, one more week plus the week off. So I, I think you can pick Lopes. I really do think you can pick him. All right, Paul, what do you think? Nine for Lopes? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm a little bit worried. I might want to give him uh, one round to kind of see where he's at. But um, but at a nine, eh, I don't know. You know, I, I I have a feeling there's going to be some better picks out there. Okay. But maybe maybe not. You know, two two class is tough. Um, so I definitely think he's on the radar. But uh, you know, there's I think there's better picks. You know, like I, I talked. To, we didn't talk about him actually, but. Um, what do you know about Luke Renslin? Uh, you know, he's he's an 11. He didn't have a good red butt or he wasn't there at all, but I do know he raced in Canada, so I yep. believe he should be fine. He should be fine, I would imagine. Yeah, he raced two motos in the sand, so I imagine he's pretty good. Um, Jordan Smith is zero. I like, I like that. I like Jordan Smith, yeah. That's where I was heading to next. Yep. So he's He was an all-star, so he was he hasn't been double points, but he had a bad red butt, so now he is double points. Um, I picked him when he was in the same position at Thunder Valley, and he put up he put up I think seventy something points on the board. So um, I think in the two fifty class, it seems to be more predictable. Um, so I think that hundred point guy in the two fifty class, he just doesn't exist. And uh, if you can get anywhere from the fifty to seventy range from all your three non all star picks, then mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a winning team. All right, well give give me uh, give me three three guys non all stars. Jordan Smith would be one, Paul, and. Uh... Jordan Smith, Luke Renslin, and um, Cody Van Buskirk. I'm going to look at him. Um, I don't know really what happened at Redbud. He had one good moto, though. That was, um, what was it, 20th, I believe, Steve? Um, uh, hold on here. Yeah, he, yeah. Went 20, he went 21 DQ. And 21 I think you know a little bit about the DQ. Yeah, he got DQ for riding someone else's bike. <laughs> so um, I love it. <laughs> yeah, he was riding someone else's bike, so that's that's classic. Um Life on the island is tough. Uh, if Cantrell shows up, he's a 10. Paul, do you like that? Honestly, I don't know, man. He's um, It's been bad, he right? Hasn't been, yeah. yeah, yeah, it hasn't been that great. I, I I, think it's a bit scary, you know, I, And but I bet you he has a high pick trend come Saturday because he's going to qualify pretty good and people are going to, you know, look at handicaps, compare him to compare them to qualifying times, and I think a lot of people will pick him. But I'm uh, I'm on the fence. He's definitely not an auto pick for me. What do you think, Dan? Where do you stand on Cantrell and uh, Cantrell and uh, Resland, Paul's picks? Yeah, I, I'm on board on Cantrell. Um, you are? I obviously don't even know if he's going to the race, but he did have a crash uh, at Redbud. Uh, which caused him to not race the second moto, but uh, he has speed, you know, and 
I don't know his, you know, I don't know anything about Cantrell. But uh, I know he has speed and he can run with those guys. So at a 10, maybe he could get a 13th in a moto, and that's a lot of points. You know, that's 40 points in a moto. And I do think he's capable of getting a 13th to 15th in a moto. So um, for me, if Cantrell's good and his times are good, which they probably will be, I think I pick him. Uh, I have Jordan Smith already clicked. I have Alex Martin as my all-star. And then uh, Renslin, I just, I mean, did he do good in Canada? Uh, seven, 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 six, six, seven. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that good in my opinion. <laughs> okay. Um, can you pick Joey Savacci? I cannot pick Joey Savacci, but if I could click on Joey, I would pick Joey. Would you pick Joey? Every, yeah. You'd go there again. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent. All right, everybody. So yeah. <laughs> if we're doing the lock, if we're doing to do our lock pick, you know, the only other non-all-star that's a zero is Jordan Smith. Who beats who? I think Savachi beats Jordan Smith. Like, you got you to gotta take yeah. Savachi and just hope he, he doesn't crash this week. All right, everybody, get back on that train. Joey I mean, Savachi train. You, you could look at Colt Nichols, too. Nichols has been fast. Um, a little bit more time on the bike. I think Nichols is a pretty solid pick. Uh, not a huge ceiling, but I think that he, can, he could get some good points this week. Uh, Carson Brown got 68, fourth best pick. I like Carson Brown over Root and Morantz to to kind of repeat. What did you guys put him at from uh, from his eighteen? Where, where's he at? Uh, Carson Brown is a sixteen. Sixteen. So I mean, only moved a little bit, and he was the fourth best guy. Do you? I think Carson Brown can beat Morantz and Root. Do you two guys think that? Um, I think so, but uh, f- for me, I am uh, I am saving Carson Brown for next weekend. That is my next next race. Oh, Dan, that is a good idea. <laughs> scratch no, uh, scratch Carson Brown, everybody. Put him on for Washougal. Carson Carson Brown might get tenth at Washougal. So um, all stars. I don't. I would guess Forkner. He seems like he's coming around a little bit. Yeah. It's been rough for PC, but he's a five. I'm going Forkner. Uh, what do you guys think, Paul? I 100% agree. He's yep. he's on my team. That's my all-star. I obviously like Amart, a- how Dan said, but he's only a one. Mm-hmm. That doesn't leave a lot of room. I mean, uh, maybe yeah. this is the weekend, finally, that Martin wins some motos. Um, so he could get 50, but I think with Forkner, I think this guy could possibly yeah. win the race, too. So he can easily go 6-6. Six, six. He's, yeah. he's my all-star. 100%. Dan, all-star, Forkner? Yeah, I think you have to decide between Forkner and Amart, depending on who you can pick. Yeah. Uh, for me, I didn't pick Amart last weekend just to you know to mm-hmm. pick him for um, Millville. Millville, but uh, I think you could pick Forkner you know easily. He was going to be my All Star last week, and I mean the last two races he led uh, motos very you know deep into the motos. I think Forkner's a great pick. Uh, for lap leader, uh, I'm going to pick Amart though. I'm just going to go All Star. I'm all in on the Amart train. Wow. Okay. Uh, 100% lead pipe lock of the week for 250 class. Use the code PULP18 at checkout to save 25%. Ride100%.com. Go to ride100%.com. Use code PULP18 at checkout to save on anything uh, on casual apparel and accessories. So, Savachi is yours, Paul? Um, yes. Yes, he is. Okay. Dan? Cantrell. I'll go. You know what? Can I? Can my lock be an all? Can my 100% left lock? No, be? you told you told me last week. No. Okay. All right. Then it'll be Jordan Smith. Zero handicap. Uh, if well, you can isn't go- 100% lock the point the rider you think that's going to score the most points? Uh, yeah, well, no, just that you're most sure of. You know. 
Oh. Like, okay. you know, like he's going to do well. That's it. Oh. Not the most points out of anybody. That's how I oh. understood it. It can I be whatever you want, though, Paul. Whatever you want. Well, an, all, an all-star can only the guy that you, the guy that you. That's what I meant. Yeah, like I, I don't know how a 100% lock can be an all-star. They're only okay. going to score 50. All a right. lot of people are going to get 50. All right. No, Jordan Smith. That's my that's my 100% lead pipe lock of the week. And uh, I look forward to people, all your tweets, if, jo- if Joey Savacci does not pull through again. I look forward to seeing these tweets. Um, so right the now. tweets at a not, not, not tagging Joey, though. <laughs> yeah, don't do that, everybody. Don't do that. Uh, Smith, Reslin, Cantrell, Forkner. There's my four, I think, on a Wednesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday today. I, cr- I crushed that team. My team's going to smoke you. What is it? Uh, well, I mean, it's not much different, but I got Cantrell, Amart, uh, Jordan Smith, and Nichols. Nichols, okay. So I have Reslin instead of Nichols. Yeah. Um, and I'm going. Uh, I'm going Forkner, Cantrell, Jordan Smith, and Cody Van Buskirk. All right, Cody. Hopefully, Cody runs his his own bike, both motos. Um, <laughs> and first lap leader, I am not going there. But Dan, you say go Amart. I'm going Amart and Bar. I'm on Barsha again. I mean, for me, I pick either Barsha or Roxon every week, and I usually get it wrong. Um, but one of the two usually lead a lap. So right. uh, I'm going to go Barsha this week. He um, long start at Millville. I'm going to go Barsha. Okay. Uh, ProTaper.com, Ride100%.com, FlyRacing.com, and the good folks at Kawasaki giving away that 19KX450. That's going to be sweet. Can't wait for that. That's going to be a random uh, draw at the end of the year. And uh, the 250KX250F, of course, 19, giving that away for the winner of the Outdoor Series, who I haven't checked lately. Um, I'm going to check and see how who, who that is. But anyways, before we do that, let's go to uh, 450s for uh, Millville. Paul, did I start with you or did I start with Dan last time? I don't remember. But uh, let's do, let's, it doesn't matter. Go ahead, Paul. Well... I think all-star isn't much of a conversation, personally. I think there's an all-star. If you can pick him, you pick Eli Tomac. But a lot of people had him last weekend, but Eli Tomac at a two is the best value that we've had on him the entire season because he's had uh, three bad motos in a row now, I believe. Or is it? So, uh, so he's my automatic all-star. That won't ever change. Um, and then guys you can look at after that, there's a, there's a lot in this class, so you can get a lot more creative. So the guys I mentioned earlier that had bad red buds, Master pool. Um, I'll look at him if he's available or if he's healthy. Uh, um, one guy though that I, you know, Bogle's a nine. That's no, that's no, a conversation, no. He hasn't been very good. Not a conversation. That is, a conversation. that is not a conversation. It is. Okay. You don't think Justin well, Bogle can nineteenth place? Dude, what has been going on with Justin Bogle right now? Nineteenth place is all he has to get. Dan, what what did he get this weekend? Right. Not 19th place, but this is a he, new weekend. He got 20. He went 24-18 with a hole shot. He's hole shot in the last three or four motos. He's got to be better, guys. He has to be better. He has to prove it to me <laughs> before I. I'll get burned before you know. I'll get burned not picking him before I go. But. I'll pick them at a zero two rounds ago. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Paul. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys are geniuses. I'm such an idiot. I picked the guy that, that won two motos in a national last year and has been riding forever. I'm an idiot, though, and I knew he'd get good starts. You're right. You're right. It's not surprising at all how Bogle's doing. What am I thinking? Oh, boy. Um, no, listen, it's, it's, it's been way rougher than I would have ever, ever thought. 
So that's all. I think I think we would all agree. Yeah. Yep. Um, but he's a um, nine. So and yeah. this is Paul's. Paul gets the pick. He says, "You said it's a conversation, Paul." Well, I think it's a conversation, but I have a lot of guys highlighted on my list here that I want to. I want to leave some for Dan to talk about. But I have seven guys that I think can all be really big point scorers. Okay. Um, Lacurcio. He had a bad red bud. He's a seven. He went seven seven at Southwick. I think he can put a lot of points on the board. Um, I think Gaines is in the conversation at eleven. I don't. I, that's why I was asking about him. I don't know what happened. I'm going to send a text right now. Pipe, I think my lead pipe lock of the week, though, is a guy that didn't even qualify last weekend, um, and that's John Short. Uh, he oh, went from yeah. a 12 to a 16. He did not qualify, but qualifying is not his strong point. He's just he struggles to go fast quickly. But um, this is a guy that got uh, where is it? This guy got. 14th overall at Millville last year by going 17-13, and he's a 16. I think Holy I think he's auto on my team. If how he's did on the he gate, not qualify? How did he not qualify? That LCQ was tough because mm-hmm. of all all the good guy or a bunch of good guys got bumped out yeah. because no. of the practice times. Yeah, A Ray had to pass three guys and jump over a guy's head on the on the leap to get his last spot in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Derek Anderson, no, he, he had in that race Lakewood. And Derek Anderson didn't qualify. There was a lot of guys who didn't qualify that that are you know that are good racers. Um, you know what? John Short is my 100% lead pipe block of the week. You're agreeing with me? Yeah, gotta, dude. Dude, he got to qualify though. I just checked. I double checked your Millville finish because I thought you were on drugs, Paul. Um, I just looked, mm-hmm. and John Short went 17-13, just like you said. Um. Right, right. I'm just, I'm just reading the, He's, the internet. Just reading it. <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, there is no chance that he, he at a 16 that he, he doesn't go 17, 13, and then not qualify the next year. There's no way. Well, well, that's what I mean. So I think you know, Redbud was tough in that a lot of guys got in through the unseated practice by putting in a great lap time before the track got tough. John Short isn't a guy that's a great starter or a great one-lap guy, so he went to the LCQ, and, and you got four laps to get it done there, and I think he got sixth or something in the LCQ. So, But if this guy is in the top 40, he's he's on my team because he's a pro taper guy, and he um, I, that's why I know him. I know he doesn't quit. I mean, he stays out there the whole moto, and, and you get paid on points after 30 minutes plus two, not after you know a one burner in, in the morning. So, um, yeah, he's on, he's on my team. Um, I think Heath Harrison is is still worth a look. His handicap hasn't changed because Heath Harrison is a one moto guy. For the last four nationals, he gets fifty in one moto and he doesn't finish the next one. So I want to think that one of these weekends, um, he's going to put up two good motos and whoever picks him is going to get a hundred or, or a bunch of points out of him that day. And maybe that day is Millville. I don't know. Um, a guy I think that is sneaky that might. Miss a couple people. His handicap changed a little bit because he got 24th overall, but he got 24th overall by racing one race, and that's Chase Marquier. So he did not qualify, but with the alternate rule, he raced the second moto, and he got a point. He got 20th, I believe. So his handicap went down, actually, but, um, you know, uh, and by getting 24th overall, but he's a 15. If the guy can get points, I think that's somebody that could get 100 points at, uh, at Millville if he's there. Uh, breaking um, news, uh, no, no, no Luke Resland for this weekend, but Nick Gaines is in, according to Skip Norfolk. Okay. So Luke well, can race in Canada, but not Millville? Dan, I'm just reporting the news. 
I got one more guy I want to talk about before I take them all so yep. Dan can talk about them, yep. talk, talk about his. But there's one more guy, and Steve, this is you're the most info on this one, but I think there is going to be a number 89 lining up at Millville that's going to qualify good, and he's an 8 yeah. handicap. Can this be the weekend? Stop it. Stop it. Oh, dude, he's good there. Can it be the it, it, it is there. Jerry's home track. I'll, 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 it's everybody. his hometown. Yes. I think he beat Christian Craig there once. No, like in and, one of them and, local races. No, no, he beat Christian Craig in a sand track. He grants. Oh, oh. Um, I want to bring up one there. thing. I want to bring up one thing. We were we were looking at um, you know previous results of John Short last year at Millville. Don't look up previous results of Jerry Robin at Millville last year. It's not good. <laughs> not good. Um, thirty-eight, thirty-nine. But thirty-eight. <sighs> Yeah, text text no, Jerry. No. I need to know right now if he's on or if he's racing. No, he he is. I follow him on social. He is. He's racing, but I uh, I, I can't did believe he get that, his entry in on time this time. I don't know, but I can't believe Paul just actually dropped that. Like as a as a conversation. I have to. I have to for the listeners. He is a he is a hot topic item. Um, it, it's like you still have to talk about him all these years later, uh, trying to find a parallel. But, all right, Dan. Anything yeah. else? Anything new to add, or anything uh, that Paul missed on any of those guys that you that you want to talk about? Yeah, I think that, uh, I mean, Paul covered most of them. There are a few guys last year that showed up around Millville, that area. That, that is, it's not as much a favorite like Southwick is, but Millville can play into the favor of the local guys a little bit, um, like the Jerry Robbins and stuff in the 450 class. So I don't know if any of these guys are going to show up, but just keep an eye out on practice times. Um, this is a race where some of the guys from up there can show up and be pretty good. Uh, I think that Lorenzo's on my team, uh, for sure. I think that Eli's on my team. The Heath Harrison thing scares me. Steve, do you have any idea why he only does one moto? He's your guy. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I, I talked to him. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, because he hasn't done two motos yet. Right, this season. right. Very good one motos uh, so far, though. Good, good, good finishes. Yeah. And then I agree with you guys on John Short. Um, I support John Short also, and, and he's not a quitter. Um, he's just got to qualify. And then I think if, as long as he's in the motos, he's on my team no matter what. So um, if you can pick Eli as an all-star, you have to pick him in my opinion. Okay. If you, can't, if you can't pick Eli, I think there's value in both Blake Baggett and, uh, and Ken Roxon uh, as a three and a four. Or both of them are three, sorry. I think those would be the next best on my list. Marvin... You know, he won there last year. He's very good, but there's just no room for mistake at a zero. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so 100% lead pie block of the week, Paul? Mine's John Short. John John Short, for sure, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, Dan mentioned the local guys, and I think there's a local guy that um, typically does pretty good there, is, uh, and he's a 16. He had a pretty good red bud, but uh, that's Zach Williams. I think he um, he could be a good pick. Yeah, that's true. He's a Minnesota guy. Yeah, I get Zach Williams and the other Co- uh, Cody Williams mixed up, but Cody Williams. where they're from. Um, yeah, yeah, it's guys. It's yeah. guys like that. Zach Williams rode the LCQ at Redbud and still was the second best pick of the weekend. You know, he's he's a lot like John Short. He's not a real fast qualifier, but uh, he stays out there the whole time. He gets decent starts. So you know, somebody like Zach Williams, I think, could be a good pick. Um, I know that Ryan Dowd raced in Canada. Um, I had heard maybe he was going to race Millville too, but I don't know if there's any truth to that. So, um, you know, Ryan Dowd's obviously very good in the same yeah. Millville being Sandia track. So, 
there's there's a lot of guys in the 450 class. For me, way more than in the 250 class. If Jeremy Smith qualifies well, what do we do? No, his his shoulder was just okay as I read, but oh. don't pick him, guys. Okay, all right. Jeremy Smith. Um, so Bogle is just worth a conversation. Well, I mean, Bogle was, Bogle was on no, my team at Redbud, but he qualified 31st. So I was like, okay, you know, either he doesn't want to qualify good or he is just really slow today. And I, I took him off. So, yeah. I mean, if he qualifies really good, you've got to think that he's got – I mean, he's in shape, right? He's been riding since May, um, early May, for, at least from his social media. Uh, you got He's got to do good at some point, right? He's, he's looking for a ride. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, are, you, are you really telling me you don't think Bogle can score points? Is that where we're at? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Jeremy Hand is a 14. I would look at him. I look at Cody Williams. I look at Zach Williams. You know, I don't know, man. It's I don't know what's going on. I, I mean, no you're idea. looking at so the guys that are around him. Chris Canning is an eight. Brandon Leith a nine, and Bogle's a nine. You pick Leith or, or Bogle. Hey, somebody to look at is Henry Miller. Uh, he's a five. This is his yep. home track. Last year, he was ninth in the first moto. And remember, he pulled the whole shot and ate crap in the second yeah, turn. Um, and he came all the way from last to 14th. So if he yep. goes 9-9 nine, nine at a five, not to put you guys on the spot, but how many points is that? That is a 62. Pretty good. And why couldn't he go 9-9 nine, nine right now? You know, so or even better, maybe just keep an eye on him, Henry Miller. He's gonna he's gonna be in the top ten, I would think. It's just a matter of whether you'd want to take that five or not. You know. Yeah, for sure. I I think you that was that would be seventy two points actually. Sorry, but uh, I I believe Henry Miller is good. He was on my team there last year, and, and he rode really good to come yeah. back and oh yeah and have that moto. You had a good um, red bud. He rode well at Red Yeah, Bud. he's a good Red Bud. Is Jacob Hayes racing anymore or just a one race? No, I heard um I heard Indiana and Buds or something. Okay. So I'm not sure. Keep an eye on that. Anything else, boys? Oh, but before we go, uh so far, uh for the bike, for the two fifty F, the twenty nineteen Cowie KX two fifty F, T Guetti one is leading and he's actually got twenty six point lead on our good seven one one. And then Kanye 14, Kanye 14, I think, Mercer 181, all in the running right now. Lots of things can change, obviously, uh, between now and then. But, uh, yeah, the worst, uh, T. Getty won. His worst has been a 431. That's been his worst score outdoors. It's pretty good. Everybody else is almost in the threes. So. Mercer is actually one of uh, Randy Valade's good friends from Michigan. He rides a Kawasaki. Uh, he's racing Loretta's. Okay. Um, and he's winning the industry idiots league as well. Uh, and last week he or at um, the whatever the last race was that was an hour early, he almost missed his picks. He put him in like thirty seconds before it locked out. Oh wow! <laughs> he was he was in a full panic because the race started an hour early. I think it was maybe high point or or whatever it was. But oh, uh, how am I doing in the idiots? Let me see here. Yeah, yeah Mercer. Saw. Somebody named I Rollerball. Hear, I want to hear more picks from each of you. What? I want to hear four picks from each of you. I'm 30. I'm 30th overall in idiots. Yeah, well, we only paid the top 10. So. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, four four <laughs> picks. Uh, here, here's mine. Eli Tomac, absolutely. I think you you both nailed it. Got to go with him. I'll go Lorenzo. I like Lorenzo. And uh, he he got me 50 bucks, so I'll go with Lorenzo. And uh, John Short, 
my 100% lead pipe block of the week. And I'll go Zach Williams. I I just forgot about him until you guys just brought him up on this podcast. So I will go Zach Williams at a 16 from Minnesota. Um, I He was uh, pitted with Jesse Wentland a couple years ago and did pretty well also. So that's my four. Paul? That, that's my team. I have them clicked. I'm looking at them. You said all four. You're reading my mind. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm the same. I agree. The only thing is I, I might put in Heath Harrison. Just it, it, My pick is Harrison or Zach Williams, the, the only option for me. I was, yeah, I, was, I was debating Zach Williams and Chase Marquier, but I have Zach Williams right now. All right. Well, there we go, and everybody. Yeah. Justin Barsha to lead a lap right now for everyone who wants to jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> of course you do, And Jake. JT scored 427, and he got both lap leaders wrong last week, by the way. So he was very upset that he picked both lap leaders. He picked Barsha and Justin Cooper, I believe, and um, he lost 30 points there. So JT actually would have had a pretty good weekend had he not jumped on the He had a really good team. I must say it was quite enjoyable listening to JT just curse himself for picking first lap leaders. He called himself a moron multiple times. Uh, he only he would said, have, I don't know why I do this stupid shit. He only um, would have finished he, mad he only would have up. finished me, beat me by 9 points had he gotten both right. No, had he gotten both right, that would have been 30 points. Uh, yeah, no, it would have been 30 point swing. It yes. would have been 60 points. No, because he'd lost 30. He would have gotten 487 oh, yeah. had he gotten both right. Yeah, sorry. So, so it would have been a big weekend for him. I'm not good at math. Um, Okay. All right. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for playing, as usual. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks to 100%. Thanks to Pro Taper. Thanks to Fly. Thanks to Kawasaki. Thanks to all of our guys uh, from Michelin to BTO and and everybody else, Pit Posse and Zools and and all everybody on board. Check out the prizes on PulpamexFantasy.com. Get and Athena as well, of course. Dan Truman, Paul Parabinos. Thanks, boys. Thanks, guys. Yep. Yep.